if you're continuing to get the same sort of theme, the same sort of trigger, the same sort of thing that you need to step into that's happening over and over again, this is a good indication that there is a lesson that you need to learn and maybe some internal inquisition needs to happen. You are listening to Hustle With Heart with your hosts, Dr. Andy and Dr. Jacinta. Are you a small business owner with big goals, but not into selling your soul, freedom, and joy in exchange for success? If yes, you're in the right place. Stick with us and we will teach you the exact strategies and tools we have used to successfully blend our work and family life with ease, all while growing an aligned seven-figure business and helping transform over 5,000 clients' lives. Welcome to our inner circle, where nothing is off limits. It is time to align your business and heart. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Hustle With Heart podcast with only me, Jay, today because the beautiful Andy is currently stunning herself in Bali and taking some much-deserved time off. So lucky you, you guys have me for potentially the next four episodes. Maybe Annie's going to come in and um, record all the way over from Bali at some stage. But you know what? If it happens, it happens. If not, that's fine because it's really important to have downtime sometimes. However, this episode is a little different today. What I thought I would compile for you is a basically a compilation of all of what I think about day to day. So I often will grab my phone when I get some form of insight or wisdom or I feel inspired and I'll just talk and voice memo, little riffs, little snippets of goodness. And so I wanted to compile my favorite ones for you as a bit of a mishmash, something different today. So hope you enjoy. Let's chat about personal development and the need to acquire copious amounts of knowledge to do all the courses, all the programs, read all the books, listen to all the podcasts all the time, every day, every moment. Now, what is interesting about Andy and I is Andy is the archetype of the owl, which means that she loves consuming knowledge. She has this undeniable thirst for it. She will just continue to research and and consume content and she loves it and she, she thrives in that space and that motivates her and inspires her. I am not necessarily that way. I, I go in and out of, of inspiration and wanting to consume content and this has been something that I've had to really navigate because I initially had a bit of that can comparison game of like, okay, well, if I'm not continuously in consumption mode, in learning mode, then maybe I'm not going to get as far. Maybe I'm not, you know, doing it right or dedicated enough or going to get there fast enough, get there wherever there is, right? <laughs> 
But also, innately, I do and I did know that sometimes it just didn't feel right for me. It didn't feel right to always be looking for something new and consuming something new when I was already processing so much. And so I had some introspection time, as I do. And what I realized is the way that I move through the world is different to some other people and maybe you might be the same. So that's why I wanted to share with you today. So as a manifester in human design, I work in tidal wave energy. So I do lots all at once and then I have to recharge. And in that recharge zone, it is also a time for me where I reflect and I marinate (laughs) and I think about what has just happened and learn lessons from it. And then I self-analyze and I think about, okay, how do I feel in this moment? How do I want to feel? How did I feel when this happened? How did I feel when that happened? And what that does for me is it allows my own inquisition and my own self to answer questions for me. Like I am more intrinsically motivated where I learn the lessons and have the growth when I have the time to reflect on what I've done rather than continuously looking for something to give me inspiration or to give me knowledge or to learn something external from a book or a program or a course, I find the most value of learning from myself. And maybe that's you too. I feel like for some people, for some people, by continuously acquiring new knowledge It can be a little bit like following shiny object syndrome and it can also take you away from your internal compass because if you're continuously looking at something external to show you your direction, potentially it may be taking you away from your true path that your soul is calling. Food for thought for you today. Hello friends, I am currently driving to Mandra because my parents have a beautiful little farmhouse that I'm going to use their bath and their facilities and their sauna to take myself on a little retreat. And the reason being, it lends itself to the topic today, the reason I am going down there is because I've noticed that I have been exceptionally micromanagey lately. I have been very like adrenaline driven, wanting to check all the things all the time, make sure that things are done at the perfect way. This happens to me sometimes and I have no doubt that at times it happens to you too. Now, a bit of context. So as you guys know open space we've been through quite the transition over the last couple of years and i have found myself needing to be a bit more hands-on in the practice lately so hands-on with staff hands-on with training hands-on with clients and let's just first chat about like i don't feel like your growth and path in business is linear it's kind of like the same as a healing journey kind of goes up and down in dips and it plateaus and then it goes up and then it may dip again then it plateaus but generally if you keep at it you keep on a consistent upward trajectory with some blips along the way 
And those blips can sometimes feel like failures, but they're not. They're just blips. They're just areas for you to learn lessons and then to up level until the next, yeah, the next growth period. So in my blip, I've had to do some, like I said, some more hands-on training. And with that, I have found myself quite perfectionistic, quite pedantic, wanting to check all the things all the time. And with that, quite anxious. So my, yeah, my anxiety has gone up. I haven't been sleeping as well. And I've also been probably very annoying, very annoying to all the staff, very annoying to Andy and our management team and Alistair and everyone around me because I, yeah, I'm just a little bit like a dog with a bone. Now, I will say that in business sometimes it is important to rein things in if if processes or systems or things are getting a little loose. And sometimes you do have to be a little bit more on top of it. But the key here, if you are going through those processes of having to um, be more micromanaging, is to know that eventually that has to end. You have to then unclench your fist and let go and allow people to to learn, then make the mistake, then correct themselves and then trust that all of your work and your teachings and the reinforcements that you've put into your processes and your business will flow and will happen beautifully. Because if you don't do that, if you just decide to insert yourself into dotting all the I's and checking all the T's all the time, guess what? That is now going to be what you do for the rest of time. Because then people will, won't be self-reliant because they'll just think, okay, well, I won't bother doing that because Jay's going to check it anyway. So what would be the point? Like you have to teach people correct when necessary, empower their process and empower them to do the thing well and then let go and wait and see and allow people to fail and hold their hand a little through the process and then let go again and just observe and watch and wait. So that is my riff for the day. If you're in this state of micromanaging zone, right now it may be necessary, but also know that it may be time to let go. Hey, hey, it is Jay and I have a quick but potent one for you today. And I love to rhyme, evidently. Okay. So, you know, all of those bits and pieces that you need to do in your business that are just things like cleaning or auditing your files or updating your email campaigns or all the things that you need to do throughout the year. They may happen annually. They may happen quarterly. You might like to do them weekly or monthly, whatever they might be. Obviously, we have quite a few of those in the practice at Open Space. And it has always felt like we have kind of had to be on high alert, continuously thinking about where are we at? 
Do we need to do performance reviews right now? Oh, do we need to get our windows cleaned? Should we check the battery of the of the chiropractic tables to make sure they're working properly? And we, we were doing a lot of these ad hoc and as they just came to our mind and as we thought about them, which created a lot of mental load and didn't really give us the mental space that we so crave and love, which is so important as well for your creativity and to move your business forward in the most authentic way. And so we came up with a brilliant idea that I'm wanting to share. What we did is we created a audit list and this list, we listed down every single thing that needs to happen in our business on more of an admin level and then marked it as a weekly admin task, a monthly admin task, a quarterly audit admin task or a yearly audit admin task. So for example, every week when our, our admin girls go in and look at what is necessary for admin, they will also see that in our quarterly admin tasks in January, for example, we need to do the carpets cleaned. And if it happened to be January when they were doing that week's worth of admin, then they would know to action that. And what that means is that the practice runs so smoothly, everything kind of gets done and you're not having to put out as many fires. So that's the task for the day. If it sparks your interest and if it's something that you feel like would benefit your business, create an audit list that you may visit weekly, monthly, quarterly or annually and then action those things before they become a fire that needs to be put out. Hey, beautiful people. I am driving, listening to a podcast and for some reason, whenever I listen to podcasts and drive, I get all these downloads. I get all these ideas or things I want to share, epiphanies, so to speak. And so this is today's. I have been tested quite a lot lately on different things, on different triggers, so to speak, in business in particular. So I've been met with this feeling of continuously needing to have hard conversations. It feels like every week there's like four hard conversations that I need to have. And this keeps happening on repeat. It's been happening with staff. It's been happening with relationships. It's been happening with friends in business. So many different scenarios that have the same energy where I have to build courage to speak up and to have a difficult conversations based around my own needs. Now, if you are in the personal development world or you're into this sort of thing, you may recognize that as a trigger or a test. And in business, I like to think that it's like the best and most intense personal development program you can do is simply just moving through business because as you move through it and as you up level and as you upgrade and and grow you are met with bigger tests that are there to help support you to grow into the next version of yourself and to help your business grow into the next version of yourself but if you're continuing to get the same sort of theme the same sort of trigger the same sort of thing that you need to step into that's happening over and over again, this is a good indication that there is a lesson that you need to learn and maybe some internal inquisition needs to happen. 
for me, I thought, okay, well, look, I need to pass this test because it's getting quite troublesome. It's, it's really wearing me out continuously having to have these hard conversations. So I did some internal inquiry and I thought about like, why is it that this is happening for me right now? And what came up is that I have a bit of a tendency to not want people to feel like I'm a burden. So I'll sit on things for a while and I will marinate on them and then I'll kind of build a bit more of resentment and yucky energy and then eventually I'll get to the point where I'm so worked up where I'm not sleeping and I'm, I'm going over and over and over scenarios in my head where I finally think I need to have a discussion and then I come into those discussions with a lot of heaviness, a lot of weight like or there's this really big thing that I need to talk about, which in actual fact, it could be so much more simple. And this is my lesson. Like my lesson is just for the everyday to be more comfortable and more grounded in having conversations in which I may, you know, offend someone or make someone not feel so good, obviously in a loving way, having those conversations, but sometimes they're necessary, especially if you're running a business, especially if you have staff, especially if you need to retrain or correct something that, that has gone wrong. Of course, we need to do that in our business. And so that's my lesson. But I guess the lesson for you to take from this is if you are noticing those reoccurring themes happening in your business, whether or not it's a crossing of a boundary that's always happening or that you never feel like you have enough time or that you're continuously having trouble with money woes, for example, in your business, start to think about what is the test or the lesson that you need to learn and ground into and overcome to pass that test so you can move through it and no longer have the universe continue to bring that to your attention as it loves to do so much. Hello friends, guess what? We are having a chat over doing my hair, so over my morning routine. I'm getting ready for an appointment and for work and I'm currently doing a bit of a styling of my hair. Now, I used to be someone who never, ever, ever did this. I would always be pretty rough and ready. I would jump out of bed, wash my face, maybe slap on a little bit of makeup, chuck on anything that fit and walk out the door. But then I thought to myself, okay, well, I have some pretty big dreams in life. I have some pretty big goals. And how am I going to get there? And someone said to me that you should embody the person that you are going to become before you are that person so that your nervous system, your mind, your soul, the universe says, hey, maybe we should give her some more opportunities that align with the 2.0 version of herself. And a part of that, when I thought about it, was I am going to be and want to be and are already a bit of a boss-ass bitch. And boss-ass bitches, they can look pretty fly. They look pretty cool. They have potentially cool fashion sense or, you know, they present themselves really well. They have influence over the room when they walk in. And so I realized that me just jumping up and just not really putting much effort into 
my physical appearance when I went to work was actually hindering some of my creativity. Now, I don't know if this is just me and the Virgo in me that <laughs> gets inspired by pretty things or like clothing or hairstyles or, you know, even my environment looking attractive and nice. But this has been a total game changer. Now, I've been doing this for about two years where I actually have decided to put much more of an effort into how I present at work. And I've noticed since doing that, I'm actually much more productive. It's like a bit of a, a hack for me. And I'm not sure if this is gonna work for everyone, but for me, it really gets me into that mindset of the person that I am cultivating and becoming. And essentially, the person that I now am. That is it from me today. If you liked this episode, there is more of this to come in the future. And if you would like to give us a five-star review, we are more than happy to receive. We personally read every single one of your comments.